Are you ready to embrace your own expertise when it comes to your health and well-being? Welcome to the Personal Wellness Reimagined Podcast, a show about understanding the challenges we face and digging deeper to learn from them. This is a safe space to unlearn habits that don't serve you and to empower yourself by embracing the changes that work for your unique life. I'm Lauren Leitner, a certified health and wellness coach, and I'm going to help you learn how to let go of only focusing on the outcome and appreciate where you are now so you can get where you want to be. Let's get started. you constantly feeling like you are bumping up against a wall and you can't get anything done you're so tired you're so frustrated all the time well today's episode we are going to talk about some signs that you might be experiencing full-on burnout and then we'll talk about some tips and strategies to start to navigate ways that you can alleviate this and feeling of burnout once and for all and i missed an episode last week for this very reason i was burnt out i knew it i knew what i was doing and i just felt like i was slipping and out of control to the point where I had a meeting with my boss and all she said was hello and I started to cry. I had been sitting in traffic, I had not given myself a break. How do you know when you are dealing with burnout? Well, here are some signs to look for. And some might seem so obvious, but we might be thinking about it in terms of burnt out. But so one is physical exhaustion. One of the most common signs of burnout is persistent physical fatigue. So you might feel tired, you're drained. Even after getting sufficient sleep, you might experience any aches and pains, even headaches. So any physical symptoms that have no relation to any medical issues that you might be having. Another sign is emotional exhaustion. So that was exactly what I had just described. Um, When you're burnt out leading to this emotional exhaustion, which is characterized by that feeling of you are drained, you're emotionally drained and overwhelmed. You might even find that you're challenged to cope with any stresses of life that maybe were previously manageable for you. You might even feel increasingly irritable so your mood is uh, having a huge impact even just the constant fluctuations of your mood um, you're starting to notice you're becoming more impatient and just emotionally detached from others which we will get to um, on another sign but the next uh, sign that you might be experiencing full-on burnout here is just this reduction of productivity. So it could be at work, could be at home, 
you know, burnout can significantly impact your ability to concentrate, to focus, and just perform effectively. So you might find it challenging to stay motivated. So really pay attention to the level of this motivation. Um, if it has decreased quite a bit, um, or you're not getting uh, tasks done that you're usually getting done, your work uh, may suffer, just leading to a lot of uh, this cycle of frustration, and that is burnout. The other sign is um, wanting to detach and isolate yourself from others. This is something I also experience, and I know even when I drive or I walk, like I just need silence. You know, if burnout is affecting you, again, you might be withdrawing yourself from any social interactions and wanting to just be by yourself, making excuses if others, you know, want to be around you and just to find a way so you can be by yourself. You could be detaching yourself from work, friends, um, friends and family members, any kind of detachment and can further exacerbate these feelings of loneliness and then contribute to this sense of disconnection. And lastly, the sign of experiencing burnout is neglecting taking care of yourself. If you have a regular routine of self-care, then you start to notice you might lose interest in these activities that you were once engaged in habitually or even found relaxing. So your personal well-being, such as, you know, exercises, any hobbies, creative passions, even healthy eating, um, just the way you eat and the way you use your free time. You might take a back seat if burnout is consuming your energy and time. Know that all these signs, of course, can vary from person to person. Um, and if it's something really uh, heavier than a burnout, then it might be time to seek some professional support. Well, let's talk about some of the strategies to use. When it comes to physical exhaustion, one of the most important things to focus first is prioritizing your sleep. So if you've noticed any different patterns in your sleep, just ensuring that you're getting, you know, quality sleep each night. Um, and then throughout the day, things that you can do is incorporate breaks. And if it's fine, you're finding it challenging to do so, you might have to take the next step to put little alarms on your phone or whatever, just short breaks. And all it takes is a minute two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes tops, just take a break, take a stretch, walk around, turn away from your computer, put your phone down, and just rest, recharge, reboot. The other strategy to use for physical exhaustion is to be physical. If you are not used to doing regular exercise, this can be, this might not be the first method to the madness here but you know regular exercise can really boost your energy levels and overall well-being and that can mean again stretching taking a little walk getting outside giving yourself 10 minutes on your timer 
and just move and not focus so much on exercise, just moving your body. Lastly, for physical exercise is just practice relaxation techniques. And this can be as simple as taking a few deep breaths, meditation, any yoga, anything to reduce this physical tension and promote relaxation. So you can just take one breath, two breaths, you know, count in for three, count out for three. These are things that are not going to take a long time, but can really get you in the moment, a little grounded, and then make a decision that feels right for you. When it comes to emotional exhaustion, some of the things I've talked about before are setting boundaries, establishing very clear boundaries when it comes to work and personal life so that you're not having this emotional overload. And something that I notice people who do you know, have a full-time job, come home, they get right into either in the kitchen, doing something, but there's a moment when you walk in the door to allow yourself a little transition period. So who you were working, um, this is making me think of this uh, series Severance, if you haven't seen that, I won't get into that. But anyway, so just coming in, changing your clothes, putting a little water on your face, have like a a little ritual for yourself in that transition so that you can get from stress of work if it was stressful or just the day behind you to set yourself up for comfort and and love when it comes to this this time and that is one way to set a boundary for yourself you know practicing self-compassion being kind to yourself focusing on gratitude not focusing on all the things that didn't go right but what did, what did, what did? So being kind to yourself and acknowledging your feelings without any judgment. And as I mentioned before, especially with emotional exhaustion, is seek support. You know, it could be a professional support, but it might just be, you know, somebody you trust, a friend, a family member, again, a therapist, just anyone that you can give yourself some time to focus back on your emotions and any concerns that are going on in your life. You know, we shouldn't have to keep these to ourselves and that will in turn become emotional exhaustion for us. So it's time to let that out. And then also engaging in stress reducing activities. So coming back to this idea of movement possibly, but not just that, finding activities that light you up and help you unwind and relieve stress. So that could be dancing, listening to music, journaling, cooking for some people. Um, I know I love to cook and create in the kitchen. So I, you know, when I do that, even when I don't have a lot of time, I like listening to a podcast or, or something or a book um, while I'm doing it but that just works for me and coming back to hobbies that maybe you have left behind that you can do do a sudoku i don't know whatever just kind of tunes you out from the world and gives you a moment to just settle in and then when some strategies for reducing when you're feeling like i'm not productive anymore you know i've lost my mojo i've lost my motivation some things that can help 
is to prioritize any tasks and break them down into smaller manageable steps. Prioritize them based on importance and urgency. So do that first and then you will feel a sense of relief. Ask for help, delegate when possible. Share any responsibilities if it is at work with colleagues or your partner um, seeking assistance just to lighten any workload or if it is, you know, maybe it's cooking in the kitchens. If you want to share some of those tasks with your partner, if you live with somebody, um, that could be a really good strategy for you. And then again, schedule regular breaks. We have to be intentional. When you're a workaholic, hello, hello, I'm there with you, then we have to set a time that is intentional. I'll say that again. Even short breaks can help maintain focus and prevent this feeling of burnout. If we're going all the time, then of course we're going to get exhausted. We haven't even allowed ourselves to press that reset button. And practicing time management. Again, not something I'm great at because I do a lot. So, you know, I'm, I'm learning. After that one moment breaking down in front of a new boss, I know I had to do something different. And uh, I have been. So, as I record this, it is my first day away from work because I have set that boundary with my boss that I need to have my two days off. Using techniques like the Pomodoro technique, um, which there are apps for that, where you can be, again, really strategic in planning breaks. I love, uh, I have been using the binaural beats. I set a timer for 30 minutes. I get laser focus, that is my time, and I love that. So. And when I come back to that, it just, it always works for me. Experiment play. When you are feeling like you want to detach from people, the world, and just isolate yourself, then some things to look for are seeking social connections. That seems counterintuitive, but one of the things when it comes to making change in this world is having connection because we are not meant to do things alone. We might, but how's it working for you? Um, so reaching out to a friend or again, a colleague for just any social interaction, like could be just taking that walk. You know, maybe that's your accountability person. Hey, I need to take a break. Can you, you wanna take one with me at such and such time? You know, could be in a meeting for coffee or just anything. Doesn't There are no rules when it comes to how we should connect. Um, maybe there's a support group if you're part of a membership or a meetup. There's plenty of things out there. Your Nextdoor app. You know, look for people if you can see if you have any connection or similarities with and then engage in the activities you enjoy. And I do, I know this is true for all things here, but it really is something to give back to yourself. So participating, whether it's recreational, 
um, just something that brings you joy and connecting with others because there is nothing better than a little laughter, a little connection. Who doesn't feel better when we laugh together? I would love to know if that doesn't make you feel better. Um, maybe for my negative Nancy's out there. Um, and then finally, when you are noticing that you're neglecting yourself, your self-care, and all these things, uh, it is time to schedule it. Again, it's just something you might have to do if you kind of lost your way and find the priority around the activities you were either once doing, always wanted to do, and it could be as simple as reading a book, taking a bath, go for a walk, um, playing with your dog, and setting boundaries again. That means learning to say no to commitments that are feeling overwhelmed with your schedule. Then you know the feeling you're like, I don't want to go, but maybe check in. Is it because I don't want to um, connect with anyone right now? Or is it I'm just so overwhelmed, there's so much to do? Then you can say no. Um, incorporate back into these healthy habits. Check in with how you're eating because when you are exhausted, you crave sugars and fats and things that aren't as healthy for you. So start to notice if that pattern has shifted. And then even though we might be searching for comfort, is that really bringing you comfort when you're eating that way? Like how good are you feeling? How is your digestion? How is your sleep? How is your energy level when you make that shift? Coming back to this idea of moving more regularly and getting sufficient rest to support yourself. Your well-being is everything. Sleep is a priority over anything. And lastly, you know, practicing some sort of mindfulness. And again, it could be just gratitude, saying a few things that you are grateful for or somewhere in the midday. It could be anything. Um, staying present in the moment, savoring and appreciating activities that you're engaging in. This is the practice of gratitude. And it really is a soulful experience and changes everything for us. So remember that when we are dealing with burnout, first the awareness piece comes, but it also takes time and it takes effort. And I just threw out a lot of different ways to incorporate it. Maybe find one of the areas that may, you know, stood out for you and start with one area there. And again, if it's feeling really heavy for you, please do not deny yourself to seek out professional help anytime you need it. Here we go. This was, oh, this was a lot today. But it's because I wasn't here last week and have felt this burnout big time, I had to just give myself permission to pause and be okay with not recording. So I hope this resonated with you. Please check below and download your free copy of the five 
top questions that are answered to build a healthy relationship with your body and food. These are also quite relative to what we're talking about here with burnout. Um, and I hope you do something beautiful for yourself this week. I will see you next week and I will be here because I am holding myself accountable to address my burnout as well. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Personal Wellness Reimagined Podcast, also known as PWR, so you never forget that it's never too late to take your power back in your own hands. To get support as you start your own health and wellness journey, head to laurenleitner.com. And remember, anything and everything is possible. This is about moving forward and together, that's what we'll do. See you next time.